Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's Friday night. <laughs> it is Friday night because tomorrow is a holiday. It's a three-day weekend. Tomorrow is New Year's Day. So guess what that means? That means tonight's New Year's Eve. You're like, what? Is AK actually in the studio on New Year's Say Eve? Yes, yeah, AK in the studio on New Year's Eve instead of out partying. Oh, I intend to party. I intend to party like it's 2019. Like taking it back a year ago when we was allowed to be out on the streets actually celebrate new year's eve you know what i'm here to tell you in spite of what they're telling you across san diego county tonight that you are free to go and and celebrate however you choose and choice being the operative word i do hope that you keep it safe and by that i do not mean wearing a mask i mean don't drink and drive okay that's what i mean because that's typically what we mean when we talk to people about being safe on New Year's Eve. Hey, we're going to do a little bit differently on tonight's Andrea K. Show because we're not going to talk about the breaking news of the day. We're going to recap 2020 and we're going to do it in a way that does not, it's not, we're not going to discuss topics that are related to the election or specifically to the election or coronavirus. Okay, so because there's there's a lot of interesting things that actually happened in 2020 we might have forgotten about. Uh, because of the way our lives have been so impacted with the coronavirus. We're also going to talk about our predictions for 2021 uh, resolutions. And, you know, we really want to hear from you. I'm not going to do it like a lot of hosts are doing today, top 10 stories, and they're going to go through them. We're keeping it loose tonight. You know, Tater Skins and I are going to have a conversation, a recap 2020, go into 2021, and leave the phones open in case you guys want to call in and say hi, tell us what you're doing, and just whatever's on your mind. We're going to try to have some fun here tonight. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter for now at Andrea K Show. I'm on Parlor at Andrea K. I just signed up for Rumble today. I got to figure out what that means. Uh, that is on my to do list for 2021. Uh, we are streaming live right now on Facebook at The Answer San Diego and also on our private little Facebook group called Kaniacs, K A Y E N I A C S. If you guys want to type any resolutions there or any thoughts on stories from 2020 or anything and uh, for 2021. I'm going to look through the show and read those out there. All that being said, I got to bring in my man who was with me. I don't know if it was the entire year of 2020. That's the big story was how we came to our little partnership. Was it the whole year? When did we start? May 25th. And yes, I have it down to the day. (laughs) Was that not the greatest day of your life? It was the greatest day of my life. (laughs) The two of us reunited daily. (laughs) Yes. And we, the interesting thing is for those of you who don't know that uh, Potato Skins and I actually started rapping politics back in 2015 when Trump came down the escalators doing a different show back when Craig Sewing had a show here on uh, the station. And it was Tuesdays with AK. That's right. You were on once a week. I, I was on once a week. Uh, it actually started. Uh, Craig was like, hey, come on in. And we just had so much fun. It became a weekly thing. You and, and the battles with Elhoff. Me and Dave Elhoff. Man, Elhoff, if you're listening, I miss you. Love you, brother. Uh, love you. And thank you for being the first to call me after the election in 2016 and tell me I was the only one that was right when I predicted President Trump. And let me tell you, I don't think I've been wrong in a prediction so far. So if you're interested in my predictions, 
uh, feel free to uh, Your track record's pretty good. My track record is right on. And uh, so you might not like some of my predictions for 2021, but I think you can count on probably at least most of them coming true. So that being said, uh, 888, uh, somebody is saying on Facebook, the sound is weird. Buddy Eric, the sound is always weird on Facebook. There's only so much that we can do if you're listening there. Uh, What some friends have started to do is turn down the sound on Facebook Live Flip over to turn the, up the radio. Yeah, turn up the radio. Stream online at theanswersandiego.com, and you can listen there. Uh, we have no control over uh, the Facebook sound. We've and, been looking at the tech challenges, uh, maybe on our end, but we'll have to dig right. a little deeper. Right. And a reminder, um, particularly those new to the show, we are a, we are actually a radio show. I know people see a Facebook Live broadcast and they think that this is a Facebook Live show. And it's really not. I mean, we're actually a terrestrial radio show that just so happens to, in addition to that, doing a Facebook Live broadcast. And so that's one of the things, I think, reason why there's a sound thing, because we're just allowing Facebook to tap into our sound here and our radio terrestrial airwaves. I like the suggestion you gave, because that's what I used to do with my, I'm a huge Dodger fan, as many know, and I used to, because I loved Vin Scully when he was on the radio. I would turn down the Dodger game on the TV and turn up the radio and listen to Vin Scully. It's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Okay, so some some stories from 2020 uh, that I think bear interest as we look back. Um, what's, what's like the number one non-political story that you're thinking of for 2020? That you and I were rapping, uh, pre-show and, uh, the one that actually was tickling my fancy throughout the day was the, the Megan and, and Harry story. Yeah. Uh, it, Megxit. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, everybody had to know what was going on. Oh, Megxit. I mean, this was like the biggest thing. Oh my gosh. Megan Markle and, and, uh, Prince Harry decided to leave the Royal family. And this was, this was huge to do. It was a huge to do. Of course, this was before the shutdowns. Um, but what as I look back in 2020, and I think it's important to kind of look back at, at what the world was focusing on in 2020. And at the time, you know, um, this was such a huge story globally when the reality is when you look back on it, looking back, you, you always have a different lens, a different perspective. Um, you know, look, that royal family was as happy to get rid of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry as we were sad to see them show up here in California. The royals and and the Brits over there were like, can somebody please change the locks? We don't need to see these people back. And how interesting, because so many Americans really thought that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry were going to come here to California, take this country by storm and become the new Beyonce and, and Jay-Z. Oh, they really did. And they're nowhere. They are nowhere on the scene. They put out some dopey Christmas video or something with little Archie and ain't nobody interested in their story. So what's interesting to me about this story is what a non-story it is. Um, Harvey Weinstein sentenced to prison was a huge story for this year. That was very big. It was big from a variety of reasons because the Weinstein production outfit and he had a brother actually the weinstein they were the biggest movie producers and also produced some of the biggest tv shows in i think almost in american history and this story is important because when you remember back to 2018 in which the left sought to falsely accuse an innocent man, Brett Kavanaugh, of gang rape and all these other uh, crazy accusations. They, the same Me Too celebrity movement that were falsely accusing an innocent man to the point where Child Protective Services was supposedly, you know, in thinking about or being, it being pushed to go to his home to investigate what was going on with his kids. It was becoming clear that Harvey Weinstein had been protected 
by the Hollywood community. It's not a story to me that some creep, some pervert who assaulted women got arrested. But what the story is, is it's about Hollywood's hypocrisy and how they literally cover up the crimes of men who rape women. That's really the story. Disgusting. And it's one of the reasons why I think Hollywood and the and the celebrities uh, have really no impact any, anymore on our elections. People people used to really uh, – I'm not saying everybody, but people that maybe didn't really watch a whole lot of politics, they would take what the celebrities would say into consideration. No one cares anymore. Right. Now, this is a story that uh, – this next one is, is a story that is related to coronavirus, but the stockpiling of toilet paper – Oh, wow. When this thing first went down, I remember everybody was like, you got you go stock up because you don't know when you're going to be able to get it again. There were weeks to where little old ladies were roaming up and down the aisles of Walmart. The 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 high the 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 group of people that we knew were at most high risk and they couldn't get toilet paper. And the thing was, is that coronavirus was not known for giving people the Montezuma's revenge and diarrhea. I still don't think that's a symptom. It had nothing at all to do. Toilet paper so nothing at all to do with coronavirus. It it really showed, and this was early on in the shutdowns, and it really showed the extent of how off the rails mentally Americans had gone. And that will lead me into one of my uh, one of my one of the things we're going to talk about later is lessons learned from twenty twenty. Um, where'd the murder hornets go? That was something that was like you got okay. Watch out! They're going to come. They're huge. Uh, you, you know, they could possibly kill kill you. And I haven't seen one. They weren't even annoying. These hornets were not even annoying hornets, let alone murder hornets. And I, I was so like everybody was so freaked out that there was this one dude who does these videos, and he actually got himself a murder hornet and decided to get stung by it so he could like show people on a scale of one to ten what the pain factor was, and it was like. You know, and it's like now he's got to be sitting back going, man, you know, I didn't even get any play off of that. And I, put my, I put myself through that misery over hornets that were not even remotely annoying. This was kind of like, wasn't there the African bee story back in the 80s or 90s? Weren't very, very similar. African- yeah. Right. Um, with that in line, Tiger King. Who remembers Tiger King, right? I mean, you guys might not remember. This was back, I think, during the days of the shutdown when Tiger King actually was the biggest hit in America to the degree that this woman, Carol Baskin, who supposedly, reportedly, suspiciously so possibly fed her dead husband to some tigers, actually ended up as America's sweetheart on uh, Dancing with the Stars. So flashback to Tiger King. Um, and actually, I think that dude actually has some. I, I got to admit, I was riveted to the docuseries. The truth is always crazier than fiction. And I was gripped by Tiger King a, as well. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to get into some other stories uh, from 2020. We're going to get into predictions for 2021. And uh, also your resolution. So give us a call if you want to chime in. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kisha. Can we all count our blessings that at least with with uh, the New Year's Eve at Times Square shutdown, we don't have to it, it endure the Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, if you know, it's not drunk Dick hour. Clark, I just don't care. Exactly. So we we don't have to we don't have to suffer that anymore. Hey, our old friend, our buddy, 
is hey, on the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our boy's on the line. What's up, yeah. Carrot Sticks? Yeah. <laughs> Carrot Sticks and the he's a baby. <laughs> What's up, baby? Are you, are you staying home? Are you hunkering down at home following all Heck the rules? No. Heck no. Where? You know, that other Todd out there, Todd Gloria, giving this Todd a bad name. You know, the first thing he does as a mayor is come up and telling us he's going to Send the send the police out on us if we're out partying for New Year's. Maybe but, Todd no, James, the carrot sticks, needs to be the mayor instead. Yeah. Um, so I he, think I, I'd be the right Todd. Like, there's the right one. <laughs> I'd be the right Todd. <laughs> nice. But, well, okay. So uh, you worried about the popo coming after you tonight? Not really. Not really. I got my running shoes on, so I'll be good. But, you know, it, it, this is just ridiculous. Isn't this the crazy way to end 2020 with us, everybody being hunkered down? But I'm not going to be hunkered down. I'm going to be out there partying the end of this year, celebrating the new year. We have to turn things around. Things didn't end well for us conservatives here in this end of this year. So I'm eating, I'm eating black eyed peas. I'm eating collard greens, all the things you're supposed to do for good luck. See, someone said seafood. So I ate a pack of tuna. Okay. But, uh, I think that was that the pack of tuna you left in. He uh, leaves his cat food. It, it, was that the pack of tuna you left over in the booth yesterday that had to throw away the lemon pepper that was, that was. Yeah, that was mine. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I don't even <laughs> like tuna, but it's healthy. Well, it is. So. Um, okay. You, you're right. I mean, 2020, um, one of my predictions, uh, I was going to save my predictions for 2021 later in its own segment, but um, I, I predict that 2021 is going to continue to be more of the same pain uh, being inflicted. When Todd Gloria comes out, the new mayor, and yeah. puts out some executive order that he is amping up enforcement of what are already unconstitutional shutdowns, we can go into 21 pretty much with a, with the, we don't, the magic eight ball telling us the 2020 is going to be more of that, and it will be up to us as conservatives to push back. We are not going to get yeah. our freedoms back unless we take our freedoms back. Yeah, and I don't like to be one of these people that do, I, you know, I told you so or ha-ha, but, man, all these liberals that voted for you know Biden and, and Todd Gloria alike, they've got something coming. If they think that everything's going to be fine and dandy, it's going to be hard on everybody coming up these next four years, next two years. Todd's so, right. This goes well beyond I, politics. It, it, does, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to suffer. Well, yeah, everybody suffers under socialism. And you look at it right now. You want to know what socialism is? Do you think it's so great that that's why you voted for Todd Glory and you voted for Biden? Look at it right now. They this The, the initial bill of uh, two and a half trillion dollars uh, is your money that they're spending to give you back $600 while they, the elites in Washington, gave themselves a $47,000 pay raise. So and, that's and that's over 726 billion over to yeah. to foreign countries. Yeah, that's got nothing to do with yeah. COVID. So if they thought so, if they thought that income redistribution and these socialists in power was going to make their lives better, ho, 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 ho. Yeah. you silly yeah. children, you'd best be on your way to D.C. on January 6th next week, throwing your hat on the Trump train to try to try to see if you can you can uh, help stop the steal because it's only going to get worse in 2021 for everybody, yeah. especially the working class, especially the Democrats. They're the ones, you know, the, they, they like to say that uh, Republicans are the party of the 1%. Well, you can see under these shutdowns, carrot sticks, it ain't the 1% that's hurting. It's the little guy. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I, it's really sad because I don't want anybody to suffer. No. But that's what's coming down the line. And really, our only last hope is if Trump stays in office. If he doesn't, then, you know, it's going to be terrible. And it's going to be, you know, like Winston Churchill said, when you're in your 20s and you don't 
you're not liberal, you have no heart. If you're in your 30s and you don't vote conservative, you have no brain. So I think a lot of these young people that got all excited and, you know, these, you know, socialist Bernie people and then Biden stuff, they're going to see. And I know for a fact it's going to swing back the other way. But I don't even want it to come to that. I want our man Trump to stay in office. Well, right, because the problem with that is I do think that's what exactly what will happen is people will suddenly see. What the the sharp the the stark contrast between the Trump administration and the Kamala Harris administration, but what's what, but by then the permanent theft of our elections will be in place. Yeah, because if they're allowed yeah, to know, these, if they're allowed to get away with stealing the election this time, there will never be another fair election. Yeah, and and these millennials, they you know I think they watch too much Disney or something. They think, oh, happy happy ever after, and every everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be golden rainbows and stuff. Because now we got the Democrats in the house. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's about working hard. You don't get anywhere without working hard. And Democrats are just all about giving away stuff for free. And that only lasts for so long. And, and you and I both know, carrot sticks, that nothing is for free. The only person that pays for it in the end is you and I. There ain't no free carrots. Yeah. There ain't yeah. no free potato skins. There ain't no free packets of lemon pepper tuna for AK to throw away. Okay. Well, it I'll all tell costs- you this. I know they might have shut down some of the celebrations and there's no fireworks outside, but there's always fireworks inside the answer studio from 6 to 7 p.m. Yeah, 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 boy. All right. So now, I wish sticks- you and carrot sticks and all the other vegetables that help out with the show <laughs> a happy new year and a good 2021. Thank you. Well, you too. Thank Thanks you. for calling in, my friend. Thanks for calling and in. Caniacs, too. Happy New Year's, Caniacs. All right. We love you, Carrot Sticks. You stay safe out there, and I don't mean wear a mask. All right. Um, 888-344-1170 if you want to call. It looks Very like special caller on the I, line. I know. Um, Chris Matthews. Am I really? Like, That's what he says. He's, okay. he's ready to call okay. and talk to AK. Okay. I'm ready to hear from Chris Matthews. I wonder if he's got to thrill up his leg talking to AK. Uh, Welcome to the Andrea K Show, Chris Matthews. It's uh, so good to be on. My God, I can't believe it. I haven't had a thrill up my leg since 2016. I mean, who am I kidding? I mean, when I saw Hillary the She-Devil, when she lost, I practically plucked. It was beautiful. Uh, so uh, I know politically we're on the opposite end of the aisle here, and I haven't worked in a while because, uh, you know, me too. Hello. <laughs> So, uh, but, uh, you know, I want to get back on the horse and, uh, you know, see what I can do and what I can contribute to at 2021, which I'm sure is going to be a very interesting year, no doubt. Uh, well, Chris, where have you been, though? Okay, after Me Too took you out, have you, where have you been? Were you been hanging out with, with Ghislaine Maxwell before she got arrested? Uh, the only Maxwell that I had was coffee in the morning, and that's about it. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, truth be told, I've been hitting the sauce, and uh, we're not talking Manischewitz here, okay? We're talking uh, hardcore Jack Daniels, or as they say in Israel, Yaakov Daniels. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I grew a beard. I mean, my beard was so bushy, it's like I was kicked out of supermarkets because my mask wouldn't fit. And, uh, you know, I just got tired of it. I'm tired of breathing in CO2. I'm tired (laughs) of all this corruption. And, uh, you know, the Democratic Party, you know, let's just tell them for what they are. They're the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, uh, it's really the truth. (laughs) Okay, if you guys haven't figured out by now, this is my old friend, 
Phil Hirsch, a.k.a. BB, a.k.a. Bernie Sanders, and I had no idea that he was also Chris Matthews, who's been missing in action for a while, and thank God he resurfaced tonight here on the show. How have you been, my friend? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know how I hit those octaves, uh, especially (laughs) at my age. But, uh, you know, that's always a fun one to do, and he's been out of it, but it's it's kind of fun, you know, any time getting to do any kind of an impersonation, uh, even though we're in different uh, time zones. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm here, you know, obviously in Florida, enjoying life, enjoying freedom. Uh, I don't have to wear a mask at home. I can pick and choose any job I want. Uh, that's the beauty of uh, living in a free state. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, it is a free thing. state. You're in a free state in Florida. And right now I, yeah. did, I did an interview. I was on somebody's show recently a couple weeks ago. And they said, what's your message for America? I said, we want to trade governors. We want to, We want Ron to <laughs> we'll trade you. We'll give you Gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi and the whole Democrat family <laughs> of them for one Ron DeSantis. Or maybe DeSantis. He's so good. He could just do both states. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. He, he could certainly uh, handle you know, the workload. I mean, we're, it's kind of like winning the Florida lottery. That's what I tell people. You know, sometimes you get good governors, bad governors, but then you get a Ron DeSantis. And unfortunately for California, boy, when you end up with someone like Gavin Newsom, you, you talk about the dregs of society. I mean, yeah. I just, uh, my heart goes out to anyone who believes in freedom, yeah. who does not believe in tyranny, who's stuck in that state where it's like, if you go to someone's house, it's like you have the Stasi knocking on your door to find out whether or not you're wearing masks or they're going to start to check your IDs because things don't match up and they're going to arrest you. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. And uh, I think people are starting to fight back. So you're starting to see large groups of people uh, who are demonstrating in front of the mayor's residence. They're demonstrating in front of stores and they're just raising an awareness. So kudos to them. And um, it's, uh, it, it's pretty cool. And so when I got your text, I thought, yeah, you know what? I got the energy for this. Let's let's go into Chris Matthews. Excellent, Chris Matthews, my friend. So, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, you're too kind. Char- is that carrot man or uh, which? That's potato skins. Potato skins. I'm the other vegetable. Potato <laughs> skins. You know, I used to eat them raw. I remember used to take bacon bits and sour cream and chives. The miracle <laughs> blew to three hundred plus. So uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I've been missing. I've been missing having you on my show. It's been filled with coronavirus. I felt like there hadn't been a lot of opportunity. I felt like I would be kind of disrespectful to yuck it up, you know, but, 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 you know, in fact, potato skin said to me, you need to get your buddy, the impersonator on tonight back on the show. Yeah. So, um, take us out, you know, I'm sure by now, um, they've already, they've already brought in 2021 over in Israel. How did you celebrate that tonight, BB? Well, I had a bottle of Kadam. And, uh, you know, I had my wife, we had my children. It was wonderful. And, uh, you know, we sat down, we started to just talk about the year, that it's been a very tumultuous year, a difficult Mm -hmm. year, in fact. And so we decided, you know what, let's start off, let's end 2020 with a bang. So I pulled out an Uzi, I started to shoot at a few targets. And, uh, you know, just like that, I had some falafel balls. But, you know, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Now CNN, you know, the fake news network will say that I'm a warmonger. So, uh, but uh, it, it was very good, you know, and we had some soup ganiot, some leftover jelly donuts from Hanukkah. And let me tell you, when they turn hard, that could be a WMD. So, 
Well, Benjamin Netanyahu, BB, you remain my number one crush. I love you so much. Oh, God love bless you here you. on the show, BB. Uh, we love you, BB. Happy you. New Year to all of you over in Israel, and uh, Happy New Year to you, my dear friend Phil Hirsch. God bless. Oh, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Do you want to say uh, hello to uh, the socialist, uh, Mr. Sanders? Yes, real oh, quick. We've got, it. We've got about a minute. So, yes, please, please, uh, because Bernie Sanders, he's been he's been joining hands with some of the Republicans in this uh, in this like, stimulus deal. Exactly. And believe me, I love being stimulated and everybody knows it. Just read my poems. But I digress. <laughs> Anyways, I proudly stand with President Donald J. Trump. And we need a stimulus. I like the 2K. It's as in why 2K, as in why Mitch McConnell won't you give America a 2K for crying out loud. So, uh, you know, it's pretty ridiculous. And uh, I'm, I, I will stand with President Trump. I'll even wear a mega hat if I have to. And I'll even have a mega phone, which makes my phone even better because my phone is a brick and it's old, <laughs> like me. Born in 1881. You knocked it out, Phil. Thank you for being here and making me laugh. And that's the way that I need to go out in 2020. Happy New Year. And give Libby a hug for me as well. I sure will. And I hope to see you guys at some point in 2021 when it's safe to uh, visit the West Coast at some point. Absolutely. Take good care. Thanks for calling in. My pleasure. Take care, guys. Happy 2021. Happy 2021 to you. All right. And you guys stick around. We got more on the other side of the break. We're going to get in some of our predictions for 2021. And I'm going to ask Potato Skins, what's the the number one lesson he learned from 2020? And I'll give you guys mine. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Just to wrap up a few uh, before we get into predictions of some of the big stories from 2020 um, that were really huge at the time. And, you know, like the Australian wildfires. Oh, that was absolutely devastating. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, from uh, the... They were, I think they were referred to mainly, I think, as the brush fires, the loss of wildlife, the ko- the images of enormous. the ko- well, of the images of the koala bears burning and just and the kangaroos and the the just the enormous monumental areas of um, the wildlife and terrain and ha- and homes. I mean, it was absolutely devastating. And then we had our own wildfires here in California. Yeah, we did. Which were equally devastating. That was another big story from this year. I think that um, this was the year, journalism died a long time ago. This was the year in which... Um, I think the, it became blatantly obvious to every, everybody this year. I think it became, um, I, I think it became uh, not just obvious but untenable to the point where conservatives finally had had enough we're because it was not just for a long time so much of what's been going on in this country has been the slow creep there is the old uh, you know analogy or the parody or whatever it's called um with the frog the frog's put in a pot of water you just turn that heat up you turn the heat up slowly and he doesn't realize it until the water's boiling it's been that way with the media and propaganda when years ago 10 years ago with facebook they were you know um 
putting people conservatives in Facebook jail or you couldn't you couldn't ever you would go to post something that was conservative and you wouldn't be able to post it or uh, they Twitter started shadow banning and we just kept on these social media sites and we just we just began to accept it we began to accept the double standard and then we knew the mainstream media we could see that it was left-leaning but as I've said many times the former head of the Republican Party said on my show oh we've got Fox News and they didn't want to do anything about it and we just we were conditioned to just accept it, that that's the way it was, thinking, well, it wasn't that bad, kind of like election fraud. Well, it's not really costing us elections. We've just been tolerating it. This was the year to where there was no more way that we could tolerate it anymore. And conservatives had finally had enough and started the exit from um, mainstream media and, most importantly, Fox. You know, I'm not going to lie. For the longest time, I've been a big Laura Ingram supporter, as you know, over the years, and I held on to watching Fox just for Laura Ingram. But there came a point in this election process where enough was enough, and I had to say, you know what? I can't watch these guys anymore because they are spreading false information, and they are supporting the narrative of the other side, and they don't care how much cheating is going on. This right. is unbelievable. Oh, and they might have a few people on there, actually, like Tucker Carlson, actually doing really good work. But see, that's the carrot that keep that's the hook that keeps, keeps you, you that in. keeps you there and keeps the propaganda machine going because the m- majority of Americans aren't watching Tucker Carlson. They're actually watching Fox News and hearing people like Neil Cavuto that are supposedly straight shooters or other people that are supposed to be conservatives that are actually spewing leftist propaganda and. And you don't realize it. I And the same thing with social media. I will be making the move completely off of Facebook and Twitter. It's going to take me a while to do it because I want to make sure I take as many of my friends with me um, as I can before I make the final break. Mark Levin is completely done with Facebook as of tonight. Twitter hasn't banned him, so he says he's going to stick with Twitter for a while. But we have to ultimately, if we have to become activists, and the more we enable, the more we stay in that pot of water that's being turned up on us, then we're to blame for what's being done to us. 2021 has to be the year in which we rise up and we push back. There must be rebellion. One of the big stories in 2020 was the protests that were done. you If you tried to protest the coronavirus shutdowns, they were threatening to arrest you. But you saw what happened with these Black Lives Matter protests. And I'm not saying that we should ever behave like they do. We are not animals. I will never be an animal like you Black Lives Matter people who seem to somehow think that simply because of the color of somebody's skin that they can be a racist Uh, a rapist that they can beat up on cops attack cops and resist arrest and then if they happen to die from it they become a hero i'm never going to be that but we need to be as active in pushing for our cause as the left is and mark stein said something today that was brilliant he said stop this hold the line crap you you you, might Hold the line is nonsense. He says the, what we have to do is we have to move the line into the opponent's territory. 2021 has to be about that. And one of the ways we have to do that is pushing back against those that are that are propagandists. These, this big tech and what they're doing to us, we cannot contribute to that. He's brilliant, by the way. I love Mark Oh, my Stein. gosh. I love him so much. Uh, another big story. 2020 was so weird that when the Pentagon released UFO photos, nobody paid attention. That's how weird 2020 was. Um, okay, predictions for 2021. Um, I'm going to tell you guys what you don't want to hear. I believe that in spite of whatever, I know that there's 140 Congress people saying that they're going to contest the elect the electors. Uh, Josh Hawley and maybe a couple of others in the Senate have said they would do so. 
I am here to tell you that my prediction for 2021 is that Joe Biden becomes inaugurated on the 20th. I think the Republicans are planning to do what they uh, what they have always done with these hearings, like the Benghazi hearings and this and that. Uh, they put on theatrical shows to make you think that they're in your corner, make you think they're fighting for you when they're not. And I believe that Joe Biden will be inaugurated on 2020, on January 20. I think that President Trump will probably um, leave Twitter, probably get very active and maybe launching his own media company. I then think that... Um, uh, Joe Biden will be gone by June. I think that it is not a, I, I think for him to go around and continue to refer to like he did two days ago as president elect Harris, that is not, a, that is a Freudian slip because he will be gone. If, if he even makes it, I think the plan is probably to keep him around to June. So it's not so obvious. That's one of my predictions for, for um, 2021. I predict that Leffler and Purdue lose um, because the election will be stolen. It has to be stolen because there is no way that the Georgia voters are going to vote for a communist who is Ossoff or a child abuse, a wife abusing, child abusing dude whose church camp threw urine on a 12 year old who was locked out and forced to sleep outside in the woods. Georgians know who these people are and Georgia's not going to vote for them. And every mechanism of fraud that was in place in November is currently in place. And Stacey Abrams already touted the mail in the millions of mail in ballots coming in. So everything's going to happen the exact same way it happened in November. Right. We will still have. And then I believe what will happen is that they will not have a filibuster proof majority. um, But I believe that they will vote to get rid of the filibuster. I also predict into 2021 that there will be an immediate push for a couple of things. Um, gun control. And I also think that there will be hate crimes, uh, hate speech legislation, um, which is really frightening. Hate speech because oh, they've already got big tech silencing us. If they can then criminalize our speech, then they've really got control over us. So the two main ways in which I think then they're going to make moves also legislatively to try to, um, at a centralized level, keep the shutdowns going. Because 2021, uh, if if we are going to learn anything, we understand that history is a predictor of the future. The goalpost has been moved every time. It, 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 it It's obvious that they need to remove the shutdowns. They find another excuse to move the goalpost and keep us shut down. So it, it will be... Uh, from new strains to um, uh, the vaccines needing multiple doses, and it, you know it's 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 going to from the fact that they're they're shut, shuttling flu. There's there's gonna, they will continue to move the goalpost goal on the shutdowns. Do you have any predictions you want to share? Uh, you mean you have, I, I I had all this bottled up, and you just took one point after the next. All that is a hundred percent accurate. The only place I disagree with you is I don't think they care at this point. I don't think they care about making things obvious. My prediction is by March, Biden is gone. You think he won't last two months. Yeah. And I won't give up on Trump, even though I know most likely Joe Biden's going to win, because the way I look at it, the one person that can be in Trump's corner that can have him pull this out, if he's supposed to pull it out, is our Lord and Savior. Yes. And if God wants him in office, he will be in office. 
Yeah, it really it, it will take a miracle of the Lord, in my opinion, because the Republican Party, as I've been saying since November 3rd, actually bought I, and paid for. It, it, well, yeah, I mean, they're in on it. They're in on it. They want the one party rule. They want the They they don't want the swamp drained. You look at Mitch McConnell. He's Mitch McConnell's actually coming out today and saying that two thousand dollars per person is income redistribution for the rich. That is that is so incredibly insulting to us. Um, so um, people need to forget about him and quick. Well, what we need to do in 2021 is we I like need- that. I like what Mark Stein said we, right now. Hold the line. No, we need to make and move that line into their territory and we need to do it now. And what we need and in their territory is the Democrats. And, and the way to do that is also into the territory of the establishment. They need to be primaried. One of the good things that's going to come out of, of January 6th is we need to we need to know every name of every senator and every uh, congressperson and whether or not they're voting to contest the elector the electors from the contested states or not and anyone who does not step up they must be primaried i i said uh last night that i did not trust mike pence he has already stabbed president trump in the back a lawsuit yeah, was filed an article today that yes. confirmed it a lot la- uh, a, a lawsuit was filed by louis gomer against i said tonight's show wasn't going to be about the election sorry it, you know you know it is what it is. we can't well we can't talk about 2021 without talking about what's happening right now so as we go into 2021 on January 6th, what is Mike Pence going to do? Mike Pence is already saying uh, what what he's going to do. He's already, uh, the lawsuit was filed to, to uh, basically uh, legally force him to do what he is supposed to do under Article 2 of the Constitution. And his attorneys have come back and said, no, they they want the case dismissed because they he does not want to have to fulfill that. So I have not I have expressed my concerns about Mike Pence all along the way. He was chosen for the evangelical vote. And I thought they could have gotten that with Ted Cruz as well as gotten an actual constitutional conservative. And what's funny is now, was now Ted Cruz is the one that's been standing up. Right. Um, we're going to take a break. We come back. I think we should talk lessons learned from 2020. And if there's anything you guys want to share or resolutions, give us a call 888-344-1170. And we do apologize uh, for the sound on Facebook. It's just there's we can't do anything about it. So um, anyway, come on back. Don't go away. The final segment of 2020 is coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, our final segment here for 2020. Wow, uh, another year in the books. Okay, um, what we learned from 2020. You want to go with what you learned? Yeah, I learned that you, I, I mean, democracy in our republic is so fragile. And I've seen so many people take the easy way out, not speak up for what is right. And so what I've learned is what I already knew is that we need to let our voices be heard. We need to stand up for what we believe in, no matter what the opposition tells us, whether it's right or wrong. We know in our heart that if it's about freedom and it's about America and it's about our the rights given to us by our founding fathers, that we have to speak our minds. And I hope more people embrace that in 2021. But I hold that a lot more dear now than I did at the beginning of the year. And also that as much as I love my family, I appreciate them so much more 
And I pray for our country and for them on a daily basis because Lord knows where this crazy nation is going to go under a Biden administration. And it, it is it both are just so precious to me. It's interesting because my mine is kind of a a, um, a similar take. Um, you know, I'm somebody that's fascinated by the human psyche. It's something that you know I spent a lot of time studying for sales because you got to be able to get inside somebody's head and crawl around, right, and figure out what motivates them. And it's just also something that just I'm interested in how the mind works. And um, one of the things I learned this year is that it's far easier than I thought it was to manipulate the masses of minds for control and gain submission than I thought it was. I really, especially Americans, I really thought that Americans were so much more skeptical, so much more independent thinkers, less susceptible to um, being controlled, having their minds seized and controlled en masse. Um, And, I, I thought they, I didn't realize they were that susceptible. And I think, it, and it's because the the pathway is through fear and fear is a way to seize control of people. And, you know, I'm, and I, and I got to say, I'm disappointed because I think that it became obvious uh, early on um, that this virus, while it was a real virus, that it was not the threat that the, that justified the destruction of the lives of millions and millions of Americans in a destruction of our economy and the control over our lives. And I was kind of thinking about 9-11 and thinking one of the reasons why I was disappointed is because, you know, after the first couple of planes, the, the you know, the passengers on the Pennsylvania flight were like, we're not going to let three dudes with box cutters, you know, control us. We're going to we're going to yeah. push back and we're we're you know, we're not going to go along with this plan. I mean, the other planes, it was like, we're going to submit, we're going to comply and hope and hope we're going to survive and yet here we are i don't know if my analogy is too tortured no, no, or not. your analogy is spot on but it's it isn't that kind of what's going on where we're just going to comply and go along with what they're telling us and hopefully we're you know the plane will land and we'll survive well let me tell you there is no plan for us to survive if we continue to comply because the survival of the united states of america it must it, it, the survival of it depends on a full reopening of of America and our economy. We cannot survive much longer if this continues. I don't care what they tell you uh, uh, with the debt that we've got. We've only got a couple minutes, and it looks like we've got a caller. Uh, Alan from Chula Vista is on the line. Um, hey, Alan. Hi, Andrea. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, kind of end your show on a positive note from my perspective. Okay. We have a friend that's an RN at a very large hospital in La Jolla, if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. She saw me the other day and she said, have you heard that the cure rate of the coronavirus in the medical field is 99.7%? And I said, are you kidding? She she repeated it again. She said 99.7. So that's something you just don't hear on the news, you know, or anywhere. Right. And uh, I was going to say another thing I'm thankful for is just to listen to your show and and that. That wonderful show you did on Christmas Eve was so refreshing, <clears throat> and uh, it was just nice to hear. And uh, another thing I'm thankful for is that President Trump and his lovely wife are, are safe. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. You know <clears throat> so, what, Alan? Well, I thank you so much for calling in. We're out of time. That was the perfect way to end the show tonight, to end the, in, in this year of shows. Um, with, with a reality check that we don't need to be, we don't need to have our minds controlled through fear. 99.7% recovery rate for coronavirus. 
We need to be grateful that we've got a president who's who's safe and who continues to fight for us. And Every day. He, and he will continue to fight for us no matter what happens in January. And that we are all we are a little family here on the Andrea K show here in the studio and our listeners out there and our friends. And we are so grateful for you all. Love you all. And we love you all so much. And we will be back here Monday to start the new year with you guys. And happy New Year, AK. Happy New Year to you too, my friend. And Happy New Year to all you guys out there. Thank you so much. We love you. Peace out.